everyone. Welcome to the Church at Severn Run Messages podcast. We're so glad you're joining us to hear another message this week. And we wanted to take just a minute to let you know that things are probably going to sound a little bit different over the coming weeks. Obviously, we're all living in the era of the coronavirus. And so we're recording our messages from different places right now. We are trying to stay out of our our building and off our campus. Uh, We're trying to honor social distancing and things like that. So we are recording from homes and from offices and from computers all over the place. Uh, So things may sound different, but we're going to continue to bring you message content every week. Uh, In addition, we want you to know that you can still stay connected with us, even though we're apart. Head over to our Facebook page. You can join our Seven Runners Facebook group as well, or go to sevenrun.com slash COVID-19 help. Uh, There you'll find some resources, ways that we can pray for you, things like that. I'll tell you a little bit more about those specifics after the message. For now, we hope that you enjoy this week's message. Good morning, Seven Run. I am thrilled that you joined us today on um, Facebook, on YouTube, and pray that you are moving forward in your life. I felt with all my heart as we entered into this season, um, this unexpected COVID season that God was calling the church to grow, that this was not a time for for fear and sliding back and for developing really kind of a negative attitude. I felt like it was time for us to look to God. And and what I heard from God, you know, whispering to his church is it's time. There have been many times in the past I have missed the time Um, and I don't want us to miss this time. It's time to grow. It's time to build our lives on the Word of God and to to build it in the light of God's Word. So that's what we're going to talk about today, to grow in Scripture, the Word of God. And I want to share with you a very basic, simple verse. Now, some of you are going to say throughout this time that, well, you know, I just can't memorize scripture. I can't learn scripture. Well, forgive me, if you will, for being a little bit harsh, but nobody can read a closed book. You got to open it and you have to read it and you have to try. And when I talk to people about their learning scripture, because it's so much more than memorizing, but learning scripture, what I find most of the time is that we haven't even tried. We have the Holy Spirit to help us. So I want to share with you an unforgettable scripture. Many of you will already be familiar with it, but it is a life-changing scripture. When you are living in difficult times, and when are we not, you have to stand on the Word of God and to build your life in the light of God's Word. So, so, you know, we're talking about growth. We're in a green season I just want to remind you that nothing worth eating grows in the dark. Am I right? You guys feel free to to email me if I'm wrong. I have not been able to think of anything that I want to eat uh, that grows green in the dark. It it just doesn't happen. And and so, so Psalm 119, 105 says this, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Let's say it together. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. It is a simple verse. It is an easy verse. It is a clear verse that illuminates everything. And today I want to remind you that that God has given you 
his word to illuminate your journey through a dark world. And, and here's what I want you to remember above everything else in your life. We're in the, the dark until we're in the word. And the dark stands for so many things. You fill in the blank, your fears, um, my uncertainty, uh, my pain. I mean, the, the dark is the unknown, the anxiety. It is, it is everything that we were not created to, to live in. And we are living in the dark until we are in the word. So here's the challenge. Build your life on the word of God. Build your life intentionally. No house ever got built accidentally. You know, nobody else was ever was just camping in a tent with some supplies in the yard and, and, and they woke up the next morning and say, oh, my house was built. It doesn't work that way. You have to choose to act. You have to choose to be intentional about the, the materials that are going into your life. And, and you have to choose about, you know, who's going to be the designer and, and, and the architect and the builder. And the reality is that, that you and I have to be much more intentional about growing and building our life on the Word of God if we want to experience uh, life in the light of, of the Son of God. So let the Word of God fill your life with light. And we're going to talk about how to do that today in a way that I believe will absolutely ignite growth. In fact, I believe it's impossible for any of us to get into the Word of God and for it not to ignite uh, growth. When light hits soil and seed, it is watered by the Spirit of God. There is, there is a growth reaction that occurs. In fact, Father God promised as much in Isaiah 55, uh, verse 8 and following. And he said this, which is humbling and offensive and empoweringly true. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, and again, use your imagination, um, lift up your eyes on, on some starry night, look into the skies, uh, see the heavens. I remember one time in Africa where there was not a, an artificial source of light for probably 10 miles, and the sky was, was brilliant. It was dazzling with stars everywhere around. There was not a single light to walk anywhere around us on the path, but to look up is to see the, the Milky Way and the galaxies and, and shooting stars in ways I have never seen them before. And Father God is saying, as the heavens are higher than the earth, as, as you are changed by, by looking up and seeing, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And then he talked about the impact, the effectiveness of the Word of God on our lives. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return without watering it, right? It's impossible for rain to fall without wet happening. And, and, and as the rain falls and makes uh, the earth bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so it is with my word that comes from my mouth, so that it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And you will go out in joy and be led in peace. And that is the power of letting the light of the word of God in. Your word is a lamp for my feet. And it's a light 
for my path. Build your life on the Word of God. Let the Word of God illuminate your life. Now, when we talk about the Word of God, there's a twofold sense that I want you to, to, to have when you think about the Word. First of all, there's the Word found in Scripture. And, and the Scripture uh, in 2 Timothy 3, uh, 16 says, All Scripture is God-breathed. And this New Testament um, declaration is a reflection of, of an Old Testament reality. And, and I want you to, to have a sense of the aliveness of the Word of God, the, the, the joyful, creative power of the Word of God uh, in your life on every page in the same way that God breathed into the clay that he formed when he was forming um, you know, earth. In fact, that's our name originally. Adam simply means earth, <laughs> and Eve simply means living. So when God formed earth into the shape of, of, a, of a being, the scripture then says he breathed on it and it came to life. All scripture is God breathed and useful for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be equipped for every good work. Your life is not a useless life. Your life is not a purposeless life. Your life is not a grubbing life and a greedy life and, 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 and simply a lustful life. Your life is not about you simply scratching around on earth trying to make a name for yourself or earn enough money to live. Your life is a part, or can be, of a grander story and a higher purpose. And when you build your life on the Word of God, you are joining the eternal purposes of God and ennobling your life and lifting the lives of other people around you. You think about it. Just about every hurt in your life is from somebody doing wrong, from somebody spreading darkness, from somebody ignoring the Word of God. And the opposite is true when we allow the Word of God to illuminate our darkness. We become light and spread the light and the life of, of God and the joy of God. So, so, you know, the Word of God is, is Scripture on every page. But the Word of God is, is also bigger than that. The Word of God is also uh, every word of, of every page that is leading to Jesus Christ, who is the final word of God. And, and John 1, 1 is, is very specific when it says, In the beginning was the Word, capital W, and the Word was with God. And then here comes the surprising part, and the Word was God. And he was with God, he, Jesus, in the beginning, and through him all things were made. Jesus, somehow, um, with, with the Spirit of God, is, is co-creator in all of this. And through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. And, and in him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Again, here we are, back to light. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has still not overcome it. So I want you to begin making some connections in, in your life. Where you're discouraged, where you're defeated, where you look out in the future and you see only darkness, you need light. And this light is found in the Word of God. And the Word of God is on every page of Scripture. And the Word of God is the Word of God, Jesus, who called you to walk with Him. Follow me, Matthew 4.19. I, I almost laugh when I hear people say, you know, well, I, I don't know enough about Scripture to, 
you know, and what they're saying, if, if when you say, I don't know enough about scripture, um, what, what you're really saying is, you know, um, I can't, um, and, and, and I don't, you know, I don't know enough about scripture too. And then you fill in the blank with something that you can't do. It's simply wrong. Matthew 419, the two most important words in, in, uh, in the call of the new Testament, Jesus said, follow me. And, and there it is. There's the beginning of the of the, the grander story of God, the invitation for your life to become a wake-up adventure every day and for you to walk with God in a way that you can't control, you can't contain, you can't even really comprehend. And a lot of times when we say, well, I don't know everything about Scripture, what we're really doing is we're trying to find an alternate path to faith, and there is none. There is no alternate path to you trusting God in ways that you don't know, but He does. My ways are not your ways, God says. And when we, when we pursue a path of comprehension, that is to say, um, when I understand A, B, or C, then I will act on it. When we build a, a doctrine of God that contains him safely and controllably, we have completely missed God. And what we're trying to do is, is live our lives without having to, to do the hard work of trust, without having to step out on the waters and fix our eyes on Jesus alone and, and not be distracted by anything else. So, knowing the Word of God does not mean you know everything. What it really means is like the Hubble telescope, you look up into the heavens and you are continually discovering how much you had not seen before and how much there is to see in an endless kind of a way. It is not about containing God that you might control him. You will never control God. You will never fully understand him. You will never be able to, to take God and fit him in your pocket uh, in a way that, that you can pull him out when it's convenient. That is not the, the, the wild and untamable God of the cross and, and, and the unstoppable God of the resurrection. It's not who he is. So your word is, is this amazing um, you know, illuminator of, of my, my immediate path and my longer path. And your word is Jesus, very personal, always with us every day. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, um, um, in, in 2 Corinthians uh, 10, <laughs> chapter, uh, verse 4 through 6, um, all all of the weapons that we fight with, the, the way that we deal with wor the world and the way that we um, struggle our way through successfully are, are not the weapons of this world. It's not the reason of this world. It's not the, the values of this world. It's not the vision of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So when you pick up the word of God, you are picking up the divine power of God. When you, when you, read the Word of God, it leads you to the, the Word of God, the person of Jesus Christ, who has divine power to, to free you from captivity. So wherever you're stuck, wherever you're discouraged, wherever you're down on yourself, wherever you're hopeless in your life and in your marriage, you, you turn to the Word of God and build your life in the light of God's Word, um, and you let His Word be a lamp to, to illuminate the darkness and, and, a, and a, you know, when you let the word of God function in that way, then you demolish strongholds. We, verse five says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. 
And then here's the kicker. <laughs> Here is the call of, of what it looks like to live the Word of God strongly and boldly and with clarity and focus in your life. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. And this is a process. This is a, a large part of what the building process looks like to build your life on the Word of God is every thought you take captive, you, you arrest it, you stop it from, from uh, having its natural movement from, from initial spark uh, to, to final uh, action. You arrest it and you compare your thought with the thoughts of God. You compare your ideas with the truth of Scripture. You compare the heart of, of what is, is being spoken in your life to the heart of what God has spoken in your life. And, and, and you're not passive and carried along in this raging torrent of failure and fear and, and insecurity and insignificance. You, you are alive in, in Christ. And, and you take every thought captive. You know, I am nothing. No, Jesus said I was his beloved son. And I choose to reject the lie of this thought, and I choose to, to live in the truth of what God said. I may still feel more this way than that, this way, but, but I'm going to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. So here's what I want you to do um, in, in terms of practically beginning to get this train moving in your life. Learn to think theologically. And I'm not talking there in some sort of a esoteric scholarly way in which you argue about Scripture with people. Listen, if you're arguing about, with, with, uh, about Scripture with people, you're probably being ignorant. Um, you're probably standing in pride and ego because, you know, the only people Jesus ever really, and he didn't really even argue with them, he just, he just tore down their arguments, were arrogant religious people. Everybody else, Jesus simply revealed the truth of, of him as the word of God and invited them into their next step. So learn to think theologically, learn to think and, and to see life through the lens of the word of God. Um, reason from scripture. Uh, don't reason as a Democrat. Don't reason as a Republican. Reason as a child of God from Scripture. Don't reason from obscure places in Scripture. Reason from the, the, the Everest, the points of clarity. Uh, and, and let that be the starting point for your life. Filter and interpret life through Scripture. Not through the darkness of your own thinking, but through eternal light. There's a huge difference in this. All of us are naturally going to filter all of the things happening uh, to us in life, um, we're going to filter that through our own fears and our own brokenness and fallenness until the Word of God. We're going to be in darkness until the Word of God. Build a daily habit soaking what's dying in you uh, through what's resurrected in Christ. Every day, take time to have a quiet time and to, to take what is hurting in you, longing in you, dying in you, and, and, and read until something in the Word of God ignites something in you that changes your day, that illuminates the darkness and inspires hope. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but listen for life verses. 
by there there there's there's two kind of key moves here there there are life verses and, and these are verses that that kind of arrest us and change the course of our life um, and 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 we we stand on these verses and we can never forget them um, the we, we have to to take these words and and hold on to them for for instance in in my life uh, we did not grow up in in a lot of hope we did not grow up in in Really, there there really wasn't any hope. Every day was kind of this normal-looking, lightless, lifeless, tense journey, and and then one day I I came across Romans fifteen thirteen, and and instead of having this idea of a God to whom I never measured up and who would never want me, I I was arrested by this verse: "May the God of hope." Wait a minute. Ultimate reality isn't fear and alcohol and giving up and quitting and wasting life. Ultimate reality isn't bad and, and dying and hopeless. There's a God who's hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is a verse that, that like is just one that I, I come to again and again and again. And there will be for you one or more verses in Scripture that if you listen to the Word of God, and, and again, I want to remind you that throughout Scripture, God's people have this habit of, of hearing and not listening to the Word of God. In fact, over and over in Isaiah and in the New Testament, you know, there's this, this sarcastic lament that you're ever you know, hearing, but, but never listening, ever seeing, but never perceiving. And that's us. But in your life and in your brokenness, there is going to be this turning point moment to where, where the light of God comes on and God speaks to you. He speaks to you, not other people, not better people. He speaks to you and he speaks through scripture and you hear it and you not only hang your hat on it, you hang your life on it and it, it changes you. Um, you know, another life verse for me um, in, um, in, in my life as a, as a pastor um, is, is, is in, in scripture, Isaiah 41 through 45, over and over again, where, where the Lord says, I have reached down my hand and, and I, have, I have held your hand. And I will guide you and I will teach you and I will walk with you. I have put my words in your mouth. Okay, God, uh, I'm not good enough. I don't have enough. But you said that you would guide me, that you would hold my hand. I never have to worry about crossing, um, you know, the, the highway on my own. I just have to reach up and hold my papa's hand and let you walk me across. So there will be a life verse that God will give you. There are seasonal verses. I mean, this is a COVID season. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Um, you know, if you're like me, this is getting kind of long. And, and, and I've kind of even lost track of how many weeks we've been here. And, and honestly, when I look out in the future and I think about how many weeks we still are going to be impacted by this, that gets pretty dark. And so God will give you a, a verse for this season of life so that when you lift up your eyes and when you look out on the horizons of your life, you have God speaking to you and illuminating that part of the path as well. And then there are daily verses. 
that, that you, when you have your daily quiet time, you open the Word of God, you read the Word of God, and, and God will speak to you that day to give you the light for that day. Memorize Scripture, everybody can. Psalm 119, verse 105. Your Word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. My thoughts are darkness. My vision of the world is darkness. Well, why is that? Well, because we live in a lightless world. (laughs) That's why God sent the light into the world. So you might be offended by me saying, your thoughts are dark, your vision is dark, but but if you live in a cave, all you're going to see is darkness. And and the only source of light in this fallen, loveless, um, hopeless world is is the Word of God which became flesh and dwelt among us, Jesus Christ. And so, my thoughts are darkness. God's are light. And so I'm not a victim anymore. I, I don't have to live feeling sorry for myself. I don't have to live lamenting how bad things are in the world. I don't have to go on Facebook and complain and attack and belittle and, and be anxious. Um, no, I can choose my path. I have a path before me that is darkness and defeat, and I have a path before me that is light and glory. Choose your path. Psalm 105, uh, you know, 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp to my path, a light, a light illuminating my my future. Now, let me break down real quickly those two simple parts. A lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Feet and path. When you think about it in the most literal, simple kind of way, you know, your feet, you got to look down to see. It's next step stuff, right? Um, It's it's how I find my way today. It's how I, I do the immediate. Path, look up, it's horizon. It's it's out what's ahead of me. It's it's what I see when I when I look out. So Your word is a lamp for my feet. God gives next steps. He guides through the day in real world, I'm with you kind of ways. The word of God is with you today. The word of God is with you to speak to what's going on in your family. The word of God is with you today to speak to what you're feeling in your heart, your fears, your anxieties, your your uncertainties, your um, self-hatred, your, you know, the areas in your life where you're, you're headed in the wrong directions. The Word of God is there today to speak to you in near-term kinds of ways to illuminate your next steps. And, and this is such a joy because I don't have to live my life in uncertainty. I don't have to live my life without confidence. I can trust the Word of God to guide me in every situation, in every relationship, in everything that I do. I can look to the Word of God, and the Word of God will illuminate that next step. Now, now let me just say that that this this, uh, building our life uh, on the light of God's Word, it is a cumulative reality, so that Let's say yesterday I got up and and I decided to build my life on the Word of God. I just spent, you know, 15 to 30 minutes with God in quiet and I, I just read. And I didn't worry about what I didn't understand. I just, I started with a childlike prayer like this, God, speak to me. And, and God spoke to me. 
Now, the Holy Spirit is at work illuminating that and storing that truth in your life. And now, let's say today at, at three o'clock, I have an encounter with somebody and, and suddenly, you know, I'm hit by a wave of darkness. Well, the Holy Spirit, who is your companion, your, the one who comes alongside of you, will reach back into yesterday and the day before and, and to every other time that you have allowed the Word of God to illuminate your life, and, and He will bring that scripture to mind and illuminate that moment. In the, the living, real-world presence of God, you and I have the promise that God will illuminate our paths. And then, our, our feet, rather. And then, and then, beyond the immediate, when we look up to the horizon, and especially in this COVID season where so many of us are, 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 are not real optimistic. I mean, there's 32 million Americans, um, um, you know, on unemployment right now, out of work. That's, that's epic. We're, we're at the the edge statistically of where we were in the Great Depression. Is that depressing? Not in the Word of God. And when we look out ahead and look to the path and the horizons in front of us, we have to know that, that in Scripture and in Jesus Christ, God illuminates our horizons. He fills our lives with visions of hope. And if your vision of the future is dark and depressing, then you've lost the plot and you're not living in and from the ever-illuminating Word of God. Remember, it's night in the world. And you can't look to darkness for light. You can only look to Jesus. So, so where do I start? Well, here's where you start. You start in faith without excuses. And the excuses are, well, like, I, I, don't, know, uh, I don't know enough. That's, a, that's just a, a lame excuse of laziness. I don't have time. Yeah, you do. You get 24 hours in a day, just like everybody else. You, we're always going to do what's important to us. This is not about legalism. Um, you know, when you're hungry, you don't go into the kitchen and say, oh, well, I must eat today. Okay, I'll, I'll eat. No, it's something you, most of us do with a little bit of joy and, and a lot of desire. And when we're looking around in the fridge, uh, we're kind of looking for something that's good. And so it is with the Word of God. We open the Word of God and we feast on it and, and, and we just come to it in faith like a child um, and we believe that God will speak to us. Again, for those of you who, who are tempted to want to have a knowledge-based relationship with God instead of a faith-based on grace relationship with God, um, remember Jesus said, unless you change and become like a child, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. So if a child can do this, I think you can too. So we start in faith without excuses. Um, we start with, with your desperate need leading to God's highest call on your life. Your desperate need leading to God's highest call. Um, whatever your pain is, look for Scripture to answer that. Whatever your darkness, your challenge is, look for Scripture to directly answer that. And, and you will find that the horizons of eternity open up. You'll, you'll look back in the Word of God and you'll see how successful everyone was who trusted God. I mean, the resurrection will become real to you. You'll look forward and you'll see not only the imminent return of Jesus and the success of, of, of love's win, but you'll, you'll look forward and you'll see, you'll see the coming of God's kingdom. You'll see um, the, the dawn of God's love. You're going to see hope because the God of hope is going to fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him. And, and you start um, 
not only with your, your deepest need, but you let that lead you to your highest call. God has a call on your life that's bigger than you grubbing around in this world for money or reputation. It is a part of you being um, written into his grand story in, in heroic and courageous ways. And then, and then lastly, you, you begin to build your life in the light of God's word um, on, 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 on the foundation of a daily quiet time. The discipline of, of a, spending time every day with God, your creator, um, and, and learning to live with your father and, and learning to, to be his daughter or his son. So every day, take some time when you're at your best in the day and simply be quiet and be with God and, and read the word of God with a listening heart and pray with a listening heart and, and believe as you do this. And when, this, when, when you begin to engage the word of God, when you begin to let the word of God be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, daily illuminating next steps, um, daily giving you this, this courageous and optimistic vision of, of a bright future in the power and success of God, then amazing things happen. You'll watch the light of heaven scatter the darkness of earth. And you're going to see the truth of Proverbs 4.18, which describes, this is the description of a person who's willing to, to, to live in and under the word of God. The path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining ever brighter to the full light of day. Guys, I just want to close with this and, and be honest with you. Um, being a pastor, I don't walk on water. Um, I, I am as broken as anybody else. Um, I didn't volunteer for this. I was drafted. Um, you know, I'm not qualified, blah, 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 blah. I'm just another broken human being. And there are times in my life where, um, where I'm mad at God, I'm resentful of God, where I'm resistant to God, I'm stubborn to God. Uh, because I'm not home yet. But I'm telling you with all my heart that when you begin to open the word of God in faith and hear God whisper his love to you, it is impossible to live in darkness. It is impossible for your life not begin to radiate life. It is impossible for you not to begin growing and laying down um, death-dealing habits and, and sin and, and begin to, to rise up in the light and the love and the purpose and the passion and the grander vision of God. Every word of God will change your life. Will you stop living in the power of the dark words of this world and the crazy words between your left ear and your right ear? And will you start living in the everlasting, never-ending, ever-rising light of the Word of God given to you on every page of Scripture and given to you in the outstretched hand of Jesus? time to grow. Thanks again for joining us for the Messages podcast today. We hope that you were encouraged by Pastor Drew's message, and we want you to stay encouraged and stay healthy. And so we have a couple of resources for you during this time of COVID-19, where unfortunately we have to be apart, but we are hoping that you don't have to be alone. 
So head over to sevenrun.com slash COVID-19 help. That's all one word. There, we've got a couple options for you. You can sign up for a prayer request. You can send a prayer request uh, for yourself or for someone else. You can also sign up for support, again, for yourself or someone else. And finally, you can sign up to be part of our response team. That team right now is working on setting up our building to be a food bank, as well as uh, setting up a time for us to hold a blood drive. You can, again, find those at sevenrun.com slash COVID-19 help. Ultimately, we just hope that you're staying healthy, staying encouraged, stay plugged in, follow us on Facebook, uh, join our Seven Runners Facebook group. Um, we're trying to put out content every day that will encourage you through this time where, again, we have to be apart, but we are not alone. Have a great day. Thank you.